Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Bobby Moore and Sir Jeff Hurst, the trailer booking at Billy Bones, a Paolo DiCaprio, West Ham United. We celebrate our victories. We stick together in defeat. We're proud of our history. West Ham United, more than just a podcast. More than just a podcast. Good afternoon, good evening, or good morning. This is more than just a podcast podcast uh it's season 11 and i think it is episode 22 i haven't checked but i'm pretty sure it's 21 last week uh no booches tonight um monsieur bucci of the john variety is leaving ripley and is currently moving so he should be back soon he's promised when he moves into his new house he will rejoin the podcast and his son georgia is uh, helping him tonight so uh, no booches uh, fair weather podcasters, especially after a loss. We are, of course, joined by Canning Town Lane. Where are you? What are you doing? Of course. I'm in the lounge uh, doing a pod for you. And uh, Nigel, a.k.a. Media Whore, a.k.a. Shipman. Where are you? What are you doing? I'm in my shed. Shipman. Shipman. Okay. Sticking stickers. Are you? Panini. Panini, yeah. Yeah. So, only one game this week. Let's get it over and done with. Um, well, I say over and done with, but, you know, typical West Ham. You know, build it up. You think, mm, Old Trafford, always a difficult place to go. You're at 90 minutes. Um well, if you're Sean, you probably tweet out to the tweet out. You you message the WhatsApp group, go and respect the point in the last 15 seconds, just as the goal's going in, and then look like a right mug. Where did it all go wrong, Nigel? Um, Bowen losing the ball upfield. Um, probably. I, f- I think if you look at the goal, the, the, the goal basically after... I, I don't know if it was a poor header from Fredericks, but the fact that Ronaldo picks the ball up, lays it off to Martial, who then runs, lays it off to Cavani, who slides it across to Rashford. If you just look at those four names on, on the quality of players, 
think sort of sometimes not take it on the chin but you know that's why you never switch off when you've got people that caliber on the pitch the fact that they bought three of them on as substitutes yeah. and we only bought fredericks on um but we, we stopped them playing the their game though didn't we i mean they scored in the 93rd well, minute we stopped them playing their game for we, 93 we, minutes yeah well we stopped them playing our game by stopping playing our game though I mean, it was it was a dull first half. I mean, my, yeah. my report basically started with first half highlights. Referee blew the whistle to end the half um, because that was the first half. Ian Wright it called was, it exciting. First I half. don't. I just said that at the time. Didn't get where he was coming from because it was a, a poor game of football from both sides. Um, goals are fun. There was no goals. It, let the me just give half, you a quick stat attack. Do you want to do go on and stat attack us? 57% uh, Man U, 43 West Ham, yeah. a bit more than I thought it would be. 18 shots for the Red Devils, three of them on target. Only three, six shots, one on target for the Hammers. Hmm. I mean, it, that's <laughs> six shots, really? I, did, I mean... I think at half time, wasn't it one shot, none on target? I think for West. It was, Ham. yeah. It was something like that. So, and a lot of their half, shots, to be honest, they're eighteen shots. A lot of them were way, way over the bar. Yeah, that, and they weren't at the races either. No. Ariola had two saves to make, and one of them was decent. Yeah. Uh, uh, and I, I, I felt sorry for him because I'm thinking it was his first Premier League start, which people probably don't realise. Yeah. So. Well. Is it a Premier League start? Well, we started the game, Sean. I, I understand that, but I'm trying to think whether for Fulham West Ham. No, that was though for West Ham. All right, okay. You Premier didn't League say game. that. Oh, so right. Fulham in the Premier League when he no, played. No, he, he obviously played in the Premier League for Fulham. But well, for you West said Ham. Premier League start. I want to just be pedantic. But he's playing for West Ham, isn't he? All right, first so that's what West I was Ham saying. Premier League start. So it was his first West Ham Premier League start, and so I felt a bit for him that he didn't keep another clean sheet because he played well enough to get one. So the defence, you know, as per usual at the end of the game, there's a lot of finger pointing that goes on. Um, you know, a few people, I get it sometimes, when you take a defeat, everybody takes it differently. And and I remember the days I used to react badly. I used to walk home from the game. I used to storm indoors, cursing, everything. And my wife used to sort of look at me like I was bonkers, getting upset over a game of football. And then, you know, she explained to me why she thought I was bonkers one day. And actually, she was right. You get upset. I, I used to get upset and scream and shout and curse and swear and everything else. And, it, you know, if the dog was in the way, low beside me. And I'd sit there with the ump for most of the night and wouldn't watch match of the day. But then you think, well, actually... Losing a game is an occupational hazard with us as a West Ham fan, isn't it? We've all, you know, let's face it, we did used to lose more than we won, generally, or as many. So then you think, well, why am I getting the ump? Does it matter losing to Man United? Would it stop me going to watch him again? No, no, it won't. Right, so then... And I suppose it's... Now, I shrug my shoulders and go, look... I suppose, look, it's always hard, doesn't matter what team you are, to lose in the last kick of the game is always hard, no matter who you're playing. And, 
you know, the old thing, West Ham can't see a game out, you know, we lose, you know, the old thing, and we lose concentration a, yeah, in the last I've, 30 it's seconds. To lose, to, uh, look, the thing is, first look, watching on telly, offside. first look is, Cavani looks a bit offside there. Um, and we all have, we, you know, we've all had a bit of fun drawing lines, haven't we? We know? have. I think the bloke on the video, though, that you sent, topped it, who got the tape measure out. <laughs> because this bloke obviously never did anything at school. Like, I did technical drawing. So I, I was taught about a horizon and perception. Vanishing point. Vanishing point. Exactly right. So I learned all that. And I could draw a pretty decent street scene of houses. My trouble was couldn't draw people. So I could draw, like, straight lines in technical drawing to the vanishing point. And... I don't think the bloke had that idea because when you measure a line at the bottom of your TV and then your line from what you perceive to be straight lines at the top of your TV and there's a big difference. I know. It, it, it did make me laugh. <laughs> you know anything? My first thought was, man, he's got a big TV for a start. But uh, but, but yeah. let, let me ask you this question, right? Yeah, I, I, I I did think it was offside, and the problem I have, and you you're no love, big lover of VAR. No. Um, I can't keep up with the rules. There was a point right where it didn't matter. It could be a hand, etc., and then it changes. So, you know, why did they not show the VAR image straight away? It, it seemed to be an yeah. hour later, and there was a little bit of, you know, big club bias. Of what you've se- well, because I can show you other images with VAR where it was as tight as that and the goal wasn't given. So it's all about consistency. I get what you're saying. It should be in line in the shoulder and the proper image shows shoulder and technically, if that's a rule, it's got to be shoulder, then that picture sort of shows it's on site. But, you know, angles, everything, we've got to trust far. Well, it is because it's, I've it's seen actually another it's not image. shoulder. Hold I've up. seen it's another not shoulder, Sean. Yeah, it's not on. shoulder. It's, it's, the, it's the furthest point of the body forward. The funny thing about the picture is it looks like his head is further forward. But the reason why, and where people are getting confused, the reason why it looks like his head is further forward is because, and if, this is a downside with the amateurs looking at VAR, is because it's not straight on, it's at an angle. So obviously his head looks like the furthest point forward, but it ain't. His shoulder is. So, uh, you know, it's the weird thing is, and I get what you're saying is, we didn't see them draw the lines, yeah. yeah. But let's get this right, yeah. All of us that were watching it live were watching it on an illegal stream. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, at the end of the day, well, they may you know not I wasn't have... it in Abu Dhabi or abroad. You weren't, Sean. I know where you was. Yeah. So let's let's get this right. Everybody watched it in his country. Watched it on the legal stream. So who knows? That they probably didn't have access to it. They didn't have access, probably, to the, the correct image or, or the video from Stockley Park. There's no doubt in Stockley Park drew lines. Yeah, we got to agree that, you know. Who and did you no watch? Doubt. I was watching it on Opus, the uh, Australian... Uh, oh, I channel. watched it on a thing called Rush. Oh. Yeah, Do you know much bit. about Stockley Park, Nigel? Um, no. Because I do. Go on. 
No, I don't well, actually. The, 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 the people, that, that I see, I hear it branded about, thrown mm. about a lot, Stockley Park, like it's like a bit like Bletchy Park, like it's some kind of... Um, Code breakers. <laughs> yeah, some kind of uh, centralised place for the referees. It's actually an industrial park where there's a TV studio in there, which is actually in an agency, which is part of an agency, which is not the most... It's, how do I put this? How do I put this? It's not the most neutral environment, because the agencies, we look after our clients. IMG Studios. That's it, IMG. Yeah. Mark McCormack's IMG Group. Yeah. Massive agency. Better not mention that they represent Manchester United. Ooh. That won't go down well, would it? Eh? That won't go, I wouldn't say nothing like that. There you go. But, you know, it, it is funny that, you know, people say at Bletchley Park, Cannon's there also. Uh, an agent of mine used to send me for lots of job interviews there, but they never, never wanted me. Was never allowed there. But they, the, they the, the difference they football. have is they have... Um... Big dishes, don't they? And distribution, so they, they it's, oh, it's not a, just a studio, no, they're no, live the broadcast to, yeah, no, to the, be able to... It's a rec- technical tech centre. Yeah, they can receive by satellite and send by satellite as well as no, lots but of listen, other Listen, don't make a mistake, it's the capabilities of the studio. Um, Alan Kerbish, yes, where, where he goes every Saturday to do like the Premier League um, broadcasting. It is a commercial environment. Mm. And the, the product is the Premier League. Um, but I just thought I'd... I, I, because when you hear sort of... Um, um, I know you said Bletchy Park. <laughs> um, Stockley Park thrown about. It is, it is strange the way people think of it like as referees, you know, bouncing about in there. No one can get to them. That. It's not like that at all. You can be very much influenced before, you know... It is IMG is a home of influence. Take taking away the IMG bit. Yeah. How did you see it? Did you think it was offside? Then change your well, mind, or did you? No, the, the, listen. The fact of the matter is, um, the Man United player, which was the Chilean guy, no Uruguayan guy, whose name Cavani. I can't think of, Cavani. I think yeah, Cavani. He foolishly overlapped the defender to receive the ball, of which immediately you think offside. But you know. Um, it just so happens that Creswell was fortunately placed for them. But, mm. he, you know, he put himself in an offside position. And I thought it was kind of difficult to judge, really. But in the cold light of day, if there wasn't VAR, well, we're talking about May United. I was about to say, if there wasn't VAR, I think the flag might have gone up, but we're talking about May United here. Because once you overlap the defender to receive the ball, that's just crazy. You know, that's generally offside. And I probably think I think it was offside. Even looking at the the referee, I'd just about give it. But I just, I just feel, from a consistency point of view, I've seen ones... If, yeah. if everybody yeah. they did the same, but I've seen ones like that not given... But they didn't dilly-dally about with it either. It's almost like they wanted to give it, wasn't it? Well, but I, I've got a little graphic that says 
um, VAR checking club badge, and there is a little yeah. bit of it. Like, the dare give it against yeah. Manchester United. But look, I don't we know. can't. Do you know what? I, I, I'm sorry. I, I, that's the one thing I don't buy into. I don't buy into that. They only gave it because it was Man United. I don't, what about I don't what about it. following what I just said though about Stockley Park? No, listen. I've got a, <laughs> I've got a, I've got a problem with because the on the way in, it. you won't see any West Ham players on the walls. No, I get. That might, I, might need be all you need to be yeah. influenced. But maybe, but I, I don't. I don't think the people sitting there do have that club mentality. I don't. But what I, I do have a problem with is, is is with the system. Now, the funny enough, if you look, it's probably it probably kills more goals than it gives. Strangely enough, I think VAR is a goal killer yeah, more than a goal it, giver. Yeah, I mean, even, I know it's nothing to do with it. If you look at VAR this week, so you got our goal against Man United, borderline, they have give it. Harry Kane, you know, he never pushed the geezer. You know, he put his hand on his back, never pushed the bloke. The bloke goes flying, they disallow it. That was never a foul in a million years. Then the top here, although, the Liverpool penalty. Come on. You know, I I know it indirectly. Big it club bias, like Chelsea and Liverpool. Well, I don't. I still. I, the funny thing is, I didn't realise that. Now you say it, so who are the teams to benefit? Exactly. Man United, <laughs> Liverpool, and bias. Chelsea. Exactly. Three of the four teams in the top. In in the, in the top, but there was a, there was a, someone I don't know on YouTube or or whatever brought out a stat that the t- Premier League team to benefit most from VAR this season apparently is West Ham. Oh, I can't see that. I thought it's gone against can't us. See so that. Th- they said apparently we got four extra points because of it. Oh, so I have to look that up. Well, that's it's, only because the referee had ruled stuff out that shouldn't have been ruled out. Possibly, you know. So, but the thing I always say about VAR, well, you know, I was against it to begin with. And the thing is, has it achieved what it set out to do? No, no, no. it hasn't. So why are we wasting all this money paying extra referees to sit in a place to look at these games? Because the cost of it, you know, who's be- why is it being paid for? And when it's bringing all, all it's done is it moved the arguing away from referees to the referees in sitting in, mm. you know, Manchester United's offices. Sorry, yeah, um, Stockley Park. Have either yeah, of you two's got anything else to say mm. on the game, or should we go directly to Dodds's away day ramble? Well, um, only that only that I don't think we attacked well enough, and we didn't get enough. Chance. We don't. There's not much synergy up front anymore. We're back to the. Our best chances coming from bolting runs toward the box. Good, and now good to see Zuma back, though. That, that yeah, was a highlight that for was... me. Good to see Zuma back. Good yeah. to see Ariola given a yeah. chance because Fab had um, COVID. Um, yeah. I mean, what? I mean, I mean, the reaction. The funny thing is, I think we spent more time after the game. It's the reaction to yeah. to like our, you know, another. You know, stats are a wonderful thing. Yeah. I had a great debate with Nick from Claret and Booze yesterday where Nick sends through a, a post and he's worried about our, our form and it, and it affecting and, um, you know, he still dreams of top four or even oh, top six. Nick. 
No, still fifth. Still but, fifth. You know, it's still possible, but even like top six is worried that we could fall out. Chelsea so, did us a favour, so did uh, nah, who did oh, stop dreaming. <laughs> um Villa. Look at look at who Man United had on the bench and look who we got on the bench. Stop yeah. dreaming. That's what I said. Team. It's, it's and, and this yeah, very enough. Top six. Thing is, I think we can be one to eleven. Top on our day, that's what we've got to vote for. Come on, people, yeah. believe we're a cup team. Forget this top four nonsense. It's folly. Well, yeah. Before we move on. But no, person. let me finish what I was saying. But Nick was with the stats. Nick put up a stat about our last 11, 12 games with only one, you know, three or four, lost a few, drew a few. It's a bit worrying. But yeah. then what I did was I cut that down to like the last six Premier League games and with one four, lost two. So actually... When you look at it, that's better formed than Arsenal. Yeah. <laughs> better formed than Man United. <laughs> better formed than Tottenham. So when you look at the last six games, well, actually, you know, up and only and the only defeat out of those two, the Leeds one, we could say, well, that was a bit of a surprise. We'd won the previous Premier League games before that, and I get it. It's frustrating for people to lose to Leeds at home, to lose to Southampton at home and to lose to Brentford at home. You know, that is disappointing. But, you know, hey-ho, bounce back, in it. We've got, we got FA Cup and we've got Watford. I didn't even realise there was no football next weekend. Great, isn't it? Well, yeah, yeah, painting. No. You're not the only one. <laughs> yeah. You're Do you know what? One. You know when you think, <laughs> it enable me to, to, yeah. to crack out Finish the work. kitchen. No, <laughs> <stay> the kitchen. <laughs> Before we go, yeah, I'll be doing that. uh, I just want to. I thought Soufau had a pretty poor game. I thought Cresswell didn't look his best. Declan was immense again. Lanzini, poor game. Fornals, poor game. Antonio was awful. And I didn't think Fredericks showed that he he deserves his chance either. Um, So I thought there was. It was. um, There was a number of players that. Didn't yeah. rise to the challenge to a big no. game that we they're know they're plateauing, aren't they? Their performances. I, the it's one the that, same. You could rate their performances, and it's the same order all the time it, now. It, the one that I thought Dawson had a good game, as well as uh, you know Ariola had a good game. But you thought that was good. You know, you know, I really, I was surprised at Soufal. You know, I, I've always thought he plays well, and I just thought he just he struggled. He struggled yeah. on Saturday. I thought there was a lot of shit performances out there at the wrong place to do Zoom it. Zoom out a but good But come game. on, let's move on. Yeah, come on. Uh, so it's time for this. Duds is a wee day roundup. Yep, our orange man is back from Florida from seeing Mickey Mouse and sending 750,000 photos on Facebook. Um... Of his looky likes, which no, you missed a few out then. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I assume he went. Well, he did go. I saw. I saw he went. Yes, he did. He's celebrating with um, Man United fans, wasn't he? Yeah, he did. Nothing. So anyway, uh, now you've talked over again. Like he's, you play his tractor, for, and then you like talk for five minutes. Duds is a weedy rounder. 
All right, my handsomes, how you's doing? It's Dodsy's Away Day Roundup, and I landed back home in Taunton at four o'clock in the afternoon from the US of A. <laughs> <laughs> he actually does talk like that, people, if you meet him. He says, I had a few hours sleep and then hit the road for 7.30 a.m. Saturday with a four-hour journey to Manchester. I'll stop now. What the hell is minus four degrees? The shock. Uh, the shock was more than when Sean gets the name of a foreign player right. Uh, he's put no away day pub within miles of the ground and no easy way to park. Well, that's rubbish because I normally park next to the ground dots. Meant I stayed up the night so I can enjoy the game and give me wife a rest after 18 days solid with me. Uh, arriving at the game 45 minutes before kickoff, everyone was in good voice singing loud and proud. Uh, we've covered the game, obviously, but he says once the winning goal went in in the 93rd minute, you knew this was going to get toxic, and it did. Lots of police with helmets on, piling into West Ham fans and pushing one down the stairs that led to more lively interactions. Outside, lots of fights were breaking out. It was like a scene from the Alamo, with police everywhere and fans pushing and shoving and fighting with each other. Um... Due to the fact I was with a Man United season ticket holder, I went to the pub up past the fish and chip shop, Macari's, on the right. Yeah. Uh, Lou still owns it, by the way. Uh, to listen to about a thousand Man United fans singing their songs, which are the same as our songs, but with different words. But as Nigel described it, it was a bit rude not to join in, but sing our version. Um, I'll, I'll have to get the video and put it on a Facebook page because it is funny. Uh, I've got to say, I did like this song to the theme of Spirit in the Sky, which ends with, and when I die and they lay me to rest, I'm going to go on the piss with Georgie Best. <laughs> and Len? Uh, yes, mate. Brady out. Brady out. When I die and they lay me to didn't, rest, didn't, didn't, or, didn't, I'm gonna go didn't, on the piss with Georgie Best. Please say four rests. I did hear about there was a lot of trouble. Um, who was it who was saying more more Man United fans at? Um, is it Euston where it goes from? Where's the mention? That's a load of rubbish. I tell you. Well, it I'm, is Euston, the train station. Yeah, well, no, actually, I could believe it. That's, that's what people were saying. More more Man United fans waiting to get on that train than the West Ham fans. Could be true. I know season ticket holders that live in London. No, but look, Man United fans live all over the country, don't they? Yeah. In fact, they live, you know, they fly Manchester into from Ireland. support City, don't they? Well, no, that's a misnomer as well, because the people I know from Manchester are Man United fans. Okay, fair enough. So Not the people I know, the people I know from Manchester. Right. I Salford people support Manchester. I was supposed to go, but I got let down on tickets. So, uh, yeah, it was uh, a little don't bit. So you don't ask the right people. Also, if you'd be as popular, perhaps you'd be offered more. But still, well, I'm gonna. I'm still. I'm gonna take <laughs> my son. Maybe I might take my son to um, uh, what's it? Leicester City next. Oh. Right. Maybe one. I'll tell you the one to take him to. Go on. Get in early. Yeah. Liverpool. Brian. Oh. No, take him to Anfield. Show him a proper Yeah, no, player. Anfield's good. I like Anfield. As long as you don't get robbed on the way on mugs. Oh. Oh. I'll tell you what, I have had a few at Anfield. 
you know, I have had a bit of sketchy moments there where yeah. I, someone when we went, me, John and uh, George went, and, and just down the road from us, a London guy got robbed getting out of a taxi. Well, so don't go, pretend it? it don't happen in in. Oh, Sean, but this is the thing. Believe it or not, it happens in Surrey. I, n- I well, know well, it may be a shock Surrey. to you. Yeah, well, not but my part. Surrey. It, it happens all over. Oh, the place. not in my part of Surrey. Anyway, uh, let's anyway. move on. Should we talk about transfer roundout, or should we go to fault of the day? Which one do you want to go to? Your choice, Nigel. Uh, go on, do your transfer roundup. So I am going to write, I'm going to put this in writing because I've, I've promised Nigel a, a, a 642, but I'm going to give you a bit of a transfer roundup. So I know everyone's having a six meltdown. Foot two. Six foot two. Yeah. Four six two. Six foot two. I oh, know. <laughs> <laughs> like, what fucking formation you play at the start. So, <laughs> <laughs> so obviously it's going to come down still. to the last week. Jesse Lingard, as we know, has been... He's been talking to Newcastle. Four million pounds fee, one million pound a month for his last four months to go to Man United, plus his wages, which are over hundred grand, and a ten million pound signing in on fee. It's now down to Jesse Lingard if he wants to take it. David Moyes is still interested. I'm sure the board will back him. It's down to Jesse Lingard where he wants to go, and whether. He wants to go to West Ham. I think it's still unlikely. Or he goes to um, Newcastle. But it it will come down. He wants a £10 million signing on fee. And as a free agent, why not? And maybe he wants more wages. I don't know. But the manager's still interested in him. Tamkowski, I know Newcastle are interested. But I've been told Sean Dyche will walk if the board sanction, Burnley board sanction his sale. They've already sold Chris Woods, which I think is bizarre considering, you know, they're at their bottom of the league. I know they've got some games in hand, but he said that will be a step too far. He'll walk if Tchaikovsky's saying. But he I don't can't think... wait to walk. Sorry? I bet he can't wait to walk. I bet he can't. Um, uh, we're still looking for a centre-back with a, left, a left-footed centre-back. There's this Croatian guy, and I can't remember his name. I should have looked it up, but he's a left-sided centre-back. And there's talk from his native country of a loan with an option to buy. That's the one that sounds right. I mean, what what Newman and David Moyes are doing really well is they're keeping their inquiries under wraps. The ball don't know about them, which means there's no leaks and no one knows, which is good. And I Great, think they're going to pro- approach the ball. If you look at transfer market, it will show you that... Um, David Moyes does his business in the last five days of the January transfer window. Fair play. If he can keep it under wraps and agents don't talk about it, well done, David Moyes. He said last Friday he wants to do one, possibly two. He will only get people that improve. Will he get a striker? I very much doubt it. Is he going to sign, what's it called, Calvert-Lewin for £60 Is he hell? Right? Is he going to sign the Adam Holtz from... Um, Prague is he hell? They, why would they leave it to the last week if, if you know, he's coming from Slava Prague, which is you know one of the shareholders? He's been looking two years for a striker. I doubt a it. A bit longer than that. Well, I, I really, I'd be very surprised if he lands a striker. You don't get any good value. Maybe alone. Um, I have been told 
that we have been offered a big name in a position we don't need. Uh. (laughs) I don't know who it is, which is hilarious. Yeah, we've been offered a big player in a position we don't need. A big name. A big name. It's bound to be Russian then, isn't it? So so you think, (laughs) why would we take a big name in a position we don't need? And what position don't we need? And, And the person said, well, can't talk about it transfers are confidential you go why did you mention it then um, but you know in some ways and you'll say this Nigel it's good right we know we know um, some of the youngsters are going out Connor Coventry's already gone out and Nang's going out to um, uh, Dublin St. Patrick's uh, Elise's going out is that a good move though I, I don't know if it is I don't know how good he is uh, I, I would have hoped he would go out to a championship club, if I'm honest with you, Nigel. It doesn't sound like a great move, but who am I to know how competitive it is in Ireland? It's not been good before when they've gone out to, what was his name, Sean, whatever, went to Sligo Rovers. But <laughs> we never heard of him again. Um, Whetstone, wasn't it? Sean, whatever. Um, look, so, don't go to bed. Don't worry about it. Yes, there's only a week go, right? Tomorrow's the 25th. 26th is the earliest in the last five days we're going to see something happen. Whether it be a loan with an option to buy, whether it be on transfer deadline day, he will get one or two over the line. Who they are, I can't tell you. I honestly can't tell you. But that's good, because that means... The ball don't know. That means the agents aren't blabbing to the papers. That's good, isn't it? It's a good, good all round. Yeah, I'm happy with that. Or there is no one. <laughs> well, Which I very the, much doubt. The, or they're not telling you. Yeah. Well, no, it's not just me, is it? I'm a, yeah, but they're not I'm, telling him because he don't write for anyone anymore. No, but um, I still have contacts. I know enough oh. journalists. I know enough agents. I know enough um, people. I talk to enough people that I would know if there was something in the offing and everybody's saying the same thing you know I speak to a lot of people in the know and they're all going I don't know anything it's completely quiet so either there's nothing or he's learnt his lesson and with Rob Newman he's keeping it quiet including to the board until the last minute fair play hmm. so do you think it's unfair fair like all these missing in action tweets have anyone yeah, very seen unfair. this man unfair. As, as they always say judge him on the 31st of January. We've been here before. You know, when did he sign Bowen? Oh, it's for deadline the, look, day. When right, did he I'll, sign Suchek? All right, I'll put this out to you then. Go on then. Is it Go right, out. though, in a way, to not utilise the games played in the first three weeks of January um, in getting players in early doors? It's not what he does. It's not his modus Operandi. No, but I'm not saying it's, we all know what he does, yeah, as it's been bailed out by the earliest he's ever signed a player for West Ham in January. I don't know if anyone checked his record with other clubs, but certainly for West Ham, that's what he's done. But is that is that is that prudence? The people that complain that actually we should be ready to go in the first week of January, not the last week of January, is that not? A, a I mean, there, there must be something in that, and I'm sure he deliberately doesn't wait the last five days and go, oh, no, no, I've got my record of only signing players in the last five days, so I can't do anything before the 26th of Jan. I'm sure he doesn't think like that. Do agents prefer the last week? 
because there's a bit of me that sort of there's there's a question that's been sent in that, that we'll, when we do question time, it's probably made a good point. But do do agents do, do they play this system deliberately to the last week because it sort of it it panics people, and that's when when people are sort of panicked, that's when they're more likely to pay a bit more on well, the wages. And, and stuff like that. I think there's some is of it that, a ploy? There's, al- there's also what they call the domino effect, which is a a, a, a player has to move and the, the, the other club has to line someone up. And it's a bit like a, a chain in a house. So all the all the things have to line up and, and somewhat that tends to happen more closer to the away at the end of the transfer window than at the beginning. There's some exceptions to that and obviously we've seen some people sign. I mean, it was very bizarre for Burnley to sell Chris Woods. It, it didn't make any sense at all. It don't until you look at the way they financed the buyout of the club. And the fact is yeah, that but how at much the moment... Hold up to keep Burnley hold, in the Premier League? Hold up, yeah. What <clears> also <throat> appears has come out is that the people, the, uh, the original owners of the club, even though they've sold it, have not been paid. Oh. Yeah, so it's possible that he was sold to enable them to meet uh, the, the shareholders that are owed money. Yeah. Hmm. We shall see. Is Lingard coming? 10% chance. Is a left-sided centre-back coming? 20% chance. Is a striker coming on loan? Ten percent chance. Is is no one coming in? Even money. What are you basing these percentages on? I'm I'm basing it on absolute speculation based on what I know what goes on by talking to people and everything. It's very, very strange for there not to be a leak. Because even if the board aren't leaking Agents are leaking. If agents aren't leaking, the other side leaks. You know, it's really difficult to keep something absolutely quiet in the last seven days of a deal. It really is. It Mm. really is. And of course, there's plenty of stories, but I mean, come on. Come on. Calvin Lewis, 60 million from Everton. One, would they sell him? And two, 60 million. Come on. Yeah, like we'd pay sixty million million. for one player. Exactly. Anyway, anyhow, let's move on. Uh, Next week, uh, will it be a transfer special? Actually, yeah, will. We're recording on transfer deadline day, aren't we? Um, Oh, would be fucking do. Are we? Here we are. All right. How exciting! Yeah. We might have to do a live broadcast. Shall right. we do how that? Do we, how do we do that, though? Oh, I get the technology. Don't worry about that. So, uh, should we move on to... Uh, if Chris's we're doing a live broadcast, <laughs> we've got to tell my Trevor booking story so you can't stop me. <laughs> shall we do thought of the day? Yeah. Do you want to introduce it? So, as regular listeners know, we, we have... Um, some blessed listeners, regular listeners to our show, uh, men of the cloth. And we thought it'd be good that, quite like uh, on Radio 4 Today programme, they, they have a thought of today where a, a, a religious, of any religion, um, 
leader or spiritual person would would sort of give their thought and um it, it's something to make us all think a bit not a bit deeper but a, about life and other things and, it, and it, it can be quite calming so you know whatever religion you are whether you don't believe or whatever i hope you take it in the spirit that that it's been done and the first one has been sent in by uh father chris kinch who works in the british army as a chaplain so um i hope you i hope he's afforded a due respect this is bbc four thought of the day <laughs> iron has a huge meaning for us as west ham fans Come on, you irons, we sing together on match days. Or we might shout at the telly while we're watching at home. It goes back, of course, to our roots, as Thames Ironworks FC. Our identity as iron unites us and brings us together as fans. It brings us together. It doesn't mean that we don't sometimes have our fallings out, or that we always agree with each other. But there's something about our identity as iron that unites us, that brings us together. We find irons also in the Bible. Put on the armour of faith, the Bible tells us iron is associated with the armour and the strength of God. It unites us with God. It doesn't mean, of course, that things won't go wrong still, or that we won't face any hardships or challenges when we put on that armour. But when we do put on that armour, we know that we're not on our own, that we're together with a much wider force, that God is with us, that we are united with those around us. Being not on your own, or knowing that you're not on your own, is of course the key. Whatever challenges or hardships we face, it's a lot easier when we know that we're not on our own. So put on that armour. Know that you're not on your own. Know that God is with you. That whatever challenges and hardships you face, you don't have to face them alone. Putting on that armour doesn't mean that things won't still go wrong, that you won't still face challenges. But putting on that armour is the start of a much bigger picture. There you go. Do find Father Chris Suvi. There you go. Yeah. That was, I heard I that went, Sunday... Oh, sorry. Yeah. No, go on. <laughs> you was about to I say what I was going to say. I I got given that Sunday morning. It was perfect timing because it put me in the right, nice, relaxed mood after my United game. And that's when I thought, no, sod this. I'm going to spend the whole day painting. And that's mm. when I painted my Upton Park. Following Father Chris's sermon. Well yeah. done, Father Chris. You don't have to be too religious either. I find well, I'm an atheist, Father Chris, but, but yeah, I'm a heathen. But there you go. Well, it's very helpful to me, as Father Chris. Good, good. I'm glad. Well done. Anyway, have we got? Any yeah, other I do business? like the fact they sent it to me and you, Len, and not Sean. Well, because I'm a heathen. <laughs> <laughs> One That's one word for you, Sean. Yeah. Richard Dawkins. <laughs> <laughs> the meaning of God is is uh, oh, sorry. The God delusion is is uh, is is my Bible, unfortunately. But each their own, and each their faith. And yeah, you don't else. know fucking people either. I noticed. Who people? Me? Yeah. Why? I like people. Yeah, you don't. The thing don't is, like Sean. No one, as far as I know has been able to disprove that there, is, that there isn't a God. Let's not so, go fucking mad. I'm not going mad, <laughs> but I'll just keep my old well, heart saying this. I, I mean, I went to church for 12 years as a boy. It was one way my mum would get me out of the house on a Sunday morning. Um, and I've got a lot of friends from 
that time um, when I was in the boys' brigade, so I won't knock it. Uh, you know, it is what it is. What it is. But yeah. I, I, you know, if people want to believe, good, you know, good luck to them. As good. I say, I'll keep my options open. That's that's called uh, agnostic, sitting on the fence. Well done. Is it? Yeah. Oh well, I didn't know that. Yeah. I thought. All right. Okay. I'm agnostic is you believe in something, but you don't exactly know what it was. Atheist, you don't believe. That's about go. right, then. Yeah. 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 Sean's antagonistic. <laughs> Orthodox. <laughs> yeah. I have thought of becoming a Buddhist, and um, yeah, we got the fucking figure for well, it. <laughs> Stop nicking my jokes. <laughs> I, I've done a little bit of research. <laughs> You've done a, a sitting, have you? Yeah. And I know you're going to say I look like Buddha, but well. um... I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over seventy percent of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/achieve today. Hold up! What was that? Boring, no flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello. Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This sort of path of enlightenment. <laughs> what you've got to do is understand, you've got to follow the path of enlightenment and you've got to um, understand the uh, the four noble truths. But anyway, it's not a religious podcast. It is a football podcast. Anything more before we go to question time? Uh, got anything then? We got what you uh, you've up some part pictures are out. You can you can plug that <coughs> yeah. later at the end. Yeah, you can plug. You go up. first while I think of what to say about mine. All right. Um, <laughs> I've got uh, across social media. You may have seen my painting of Upton Park that I done yesterday. You can buy prints. And a new canvas, framed canvas, from cannytownland.com forward slash shop. Uh, and it looks like plenty of you are doing that for my notifications. So thank you very much indeed. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a nice little big bill in there from you. Go on then, give you a plug. You liked that one, can... didn't you? I did. Uh, yeah, but you don't want to do that. Someone else has done exactly the same order. 
Hey, well, yeah, but what it is, see, I, I, I know you might laugh, but what I'm thinking is it's just saved on the postage. So instead of doing them one at yeah, a time, that's all right. Just get it all good done idea. in one go. Yeah. Um, yeah, so six foot two this week. It's Panini week on six foot two. Wow. So um, I've got a story, I've got a couple of stories lined up about uh, Panini, how I started as a kid. Um, I've got a little background story about Panini and the footballer on the front of the sticker packs doing the bicycle kick. Yeah. Um, tell his story a little bit. And then I'll be detailing my sticker album that I started yesterday. And I'm keeping a running cost of how much money I've spent. So On, on the website? So it will be. There'll be stories coming out this week about Panini. We've got the members' articles keep coming in. So I'd like to thank everybody that's wrote. Uh, Barry Meekle wrote one. Um, Steve's wrote one. Sean's a member. He's wrote one. More than one. Uh, they, 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 I've had loads. Johnny, John, John Osborne's I've, wrote. I've got a couple coming. Right, one day. So, uh, yeah. So, writing one all on, that's um, good. And then I'm busy planning for something I hope to start doing in February. There'll be more coming every month. So, um, free membership, people. I'll, I'll, I'll put a link up tomorrow for free membership. And the membership will last until uh, July for free. And then, then you'll be charging a fiver. Uh, I will not be charging that <laughs> Fiver much, a month, no? No, no, nowhere near. Nowhere near. So... Um, We'll we'll uh, we'll see that'll all be an an announced um, in May. What I'll be doing going forward. A fiver for ten years. No. Somewhere in between. Yeah, anyway, um, I think it's time for this. Yeah. I'm short on time tonight because I've got stuff on. What's your celebration then? Uh, it's my oh. birthday tomorrow. Oh, right. So. Your birthday tomorrow, Sean? It is, yeah. 54. Um, how long would that. you say? I'm how old? 54. I am, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know how old you are. <laughs> I don't even remember. Two years ago, I went to your 50th. Four before years Before lockdown. Was it four years ago? Well, that's how it works. 50th. Oh, yeah. 54. Four that's years right. ago. Was it I know four you years big ago? Maths. Yeah, four no, years ago. No, I Four Sean, you years sh- ago. Sean, you should have said it was your birthday. I would have given you that Upton Park painting, but you prefer the London Stadium, so you wouldn't want it. <laughs> would you? Touche. Touche. Oh, Are you going to do the London Stadium soon then? Am I? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> the amount of times I've fucking drawn that over the years, I'm not fucking drawing oh, it now. Hilarious. Anyway, uh, how many questions we got? Uh, well, on Twitter, we've got three. And on Facebook? I'm not telling you till we get there. Oh, okay. So, uh, Dan316043458H, uh, so it's been a while, says... Um, I see a fatigued and out of form Antonio yeah. is using this two-week break wisely. I'd like to thank you for this tweet, Dan, because I didn't even know we weren't playing Saturday. Because um, <clears throat> he's playing in three meaningless qualifiers for Jamaica. He should be looking at his club form and withdrawing from the squad. Don't bite the hand 
that feeds you. Brady out. Brady out. Sean. Well, I ain't going to say that. Don't bite. Don't bite. What's happened to Sean? Oh, did, did he just bite the hand that fed him? Don't know. He just appeared. He fell down a tin bin by the sound of it. Oh, right. How great. He's gone. <laughs> <laughs> this is mad. Where is he? He's still talking. Probably <laughs> knowing him. Oh, dear. Uh, oh. Anyway, as you were. Let's see what's happened to him. Cause he Hello? Have to edit it. Oh, he's, oh back. he's back. I don't know oh. what happened there. I lost my mic. What happened, Neil? I don't know. All oh, right. right. Should, should we, we do that again? You can cut it. Do you disconnect my microphone and plug it in again? I don't know what happened. All right. All right. Well, anyway. Uh, so, Sean, what did you think of that question from Dan? Antonio, meaningless qualifiers for Jamaica. I agree. You agree? Yeah. Right. Are we sending him another plane out to pick him up? Perhaps. Perhaps. That's what we did last time. Although. Do you think he'll play in the cup game against... No. Uh, Kitty Minster, no. No. And so I was just going to look up, actually. So no, he won't in the plane. His games are... So his games are... Um, Next week, aren't they? So they're playing Friday night against Mexico. Oh. Yeah. So they're playing Friday night against Mexico. Then two days later, Sunday, they're playing against the Hatters. Um, well, we, of course, know as Panama. And then they finish on Wednesday against... Uh, Costa Rica. So, famous West Ham Costa Rican, Sean? Oh, now you're asking. I probably will know it as soon as you say it, but I can't think of it right now. Oh, right. Palo you, one shot. There you go. Uh, oh. Yeah, there you go. Palo one shot. Did you think of you... it now I said it? it? It did come back to me when you said it. Yeah, of course it does. Yeah. And funny enough, they've got another couple of games in March. <laughs> So, in March, Jamaica have got, in a week, El Salvador, Canada, and Honduras at the end of March. So, he's going to be busy, isn't he? He is. Yeah. I don't think they're meaningless. And I'll tell you why I don't think they're meaningless. Because, technically, Jamaica can still qualify or nick one of the playoff positions. So, until it becomes mathematically possible... Um, I think it's asked to deny him to play international football. Um, it was pretty obvious England weren't going to come back for him. So I think every player, if if wanted, is entitled to go and play international football. So, you know, we want we want to have the best players playing for us. And unfortunately, people, that means they may play international football and we have to accept it. So we can't pick and choose, you know, just because not, he's not European. International football. I don't know, Len, what you think. I think it's a well. Let's hope. Let's hope he's got a bit of opposition by then. Mm. You don't care too much. I'm talking right. about Antonio, by the way. Yeah. So this is the one that I thought. Let's see, this ain't a bad question. One. Should the this is from Mark Reaper. 
on Twitter, but of course right. we know him as Kevin. He says, should the January transfer window be reduced to seven days? No real business is done until the last few days, so why yeah, do we I need agree. a month? Brady out. I, Brady out. I don't. Yeah, I don't disagree. I wouldn't mind it just happening at the beginning of the season and that's that. Yeah, and if I we are going to do it. Get rid of January transfer window completely. Yeah. Disruptive. If we are, do it a week where, where we have this break and then do it. You can't have like players playing in rearranged games and stuff like that. It's just well, don't have transfer oh, windows. Just allow you to buy and sell whenever you want oh, throughout used the to. season. There was still a deadline, I recall. Don't have a deadline. Do that. Well, yeah. so you can bring paid players in at any time. Yeah, definitely. But there used to be a deadline, Sean, at the end of March. Yeah. Don't want a deadline. You can buy and sell. No, let's bring in the draft system. The draft system? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, go on, the then best, explain how that's well, going to work. I think the best then. players from the best teams go to the... get So, the the, get the, um, the worst teams get the first pick, I think. Yeah. yeah. But, th- but there's one thing that they've got that we haven't got. Go on. And that is, that is the key to it. They've Go got on. no relegation, have they? Well, it's not that. It, well, there's that to it as well. But you need a, a college system to feed the draft system. The reason why they have a draft pick is it's all the best kids that are playing college football um, or soccer. Or I think they have the draft system in football, like our football. Mm-hmm. And then... American football and basketball, it's all done the same. But it all relies on the college system, mm-hmm. which is as organised as professional sport is out there. Yeah. So we ain't got that. So how do you how do, you do that then? No, I was only joking. I was trying no. to be controversial. Right. Well, that felt flat then. It did. Well done. Come on, get on with it. How many have we got? I'm, I might have to go and come back again. What do you mean go and come back again? We ain't even done an hour yet. Yeah, I know, but I'm, I've I've only got six more minutes till eight o'clock. But it's Monday night. You o'clock? know what we do on a Monday night, know, isn't it? But I've got other things on. I what are you doing? Early. I dinner. I've got well, you have to wait, isn't it? Like yeah. we've had to wait. You have a late supper, didn't you? Soon you stop talking. Soon you shut up, Sean. As soon we soon we get through the questions. Yeah. Go on, Jeremy Peter or Ian Gravit, basically before he got kicked off Twitter and had to come back again, <laughs> said, I don't get it. Another day, another striker and a defender. Why was Mr. Newman brought in? Being a bit harsh now. Really. Harsh. Judging by some of the articles written by a certain site, Moyes doesn't seem to want the player suggested. And so it drags on. We have one week left. Brady out. Of course, there was Brady a story out. on Claret and you today, Sean. I don't know if you know it. It says a, a record Amers offers get window thumbs down. I didn't read that. Claret News learned the Amers have been making bids over the last 48 hours, which is sizable, but the club simply won't sell in the window. There you go. Uh, I'd like to thank uh, West Ham Rambles, my good friend, for that uh, tweet. Just to please Sean, that was it on Twitter. We will now head over to uh, Facebook. 
thank you very I much. I see. West Ham's chance of signing players in the window of today been described as very low by a key club insider. I wonder who that is. Oh, very low, Sean. Has lower than me. The Hammers have been making bids over the last 48 hours, one of which is sizable. Clubs don't just don't want to sell this window. Our information is the bid has gone in, would have created a new club record, but they've all been turned down. We have been given no names and positions, but David Moyes made it clear at the weekend there were chances of a strike arising. We tried desperately, Sean. There is there that is no longer appears to be on the cards, as is the case of a central defender. However, Insider made it clear that they will continue to push for a deal on one player in particular, and it's a case of fingers crossed in the meantime. That might be Lingard. However, we're categorically told it seems unlikely to happen. And any new arrivals are unlikely, but not 100% impossible. What were you saying about Newman? Newman's not even mentioned in that article. No. Hold up. The first question, the question I read out before I read out about Carrot and you, was from someone totally different. Oh, right. Okay. So you weren't listening. Remember when I said, Ian, grab it? Yeah. Yeah. And then I read out about Carrot and you and said, I'd like to thank Rambles for that. Yeah. That was the clue. It was different people. Yeah. Okay. So you're just delaying your dinner a little bit longer then. Anyway, first up, it's Mr. No Lands. Now you said when we get to it, you tell me how many questions there are. Oh, I haven't counted. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, ten. All good. Power on. So far, Paul Noland, show free. He says, This is the quickest one for me yet. No beeps, no everything. Uh, he's, he said, Is Dodsey mad? Seen that video? He's mad. Mad. He no, I haven't part. seen his video. Oh, I don't mate. get on. He's mad. He's funny. It's funny, mad, though. It's nice, mad. <laughs> but then again, he's a big bloke, so he can stand in a pub full of Man United fans and sing that song. <laughs> Uh, and, but it's the, it's the reaction of Man United fans behind him that, even, that are even funnier. Uh, Nigel, can you make me a hat? Well, I think I'll have a go at it, mate. Well, yeah, what it is, Paul, because I put a video up of a nine of a Man United fan. Right. Um, I'm not 19... seeing much on social these days because no. the studio I've got my mum's ain't got any Wi-Fi or. Oh. And I love that, actually. Well, th- this video good. was a Man United fan from 1974. And he, he lives in Belfast. And there's a, there's a photograph of him walking through Belfast with armed police and everything. And yeah. he, he goes home to his wife and he's got, like, a shrine to Man United. Like, a room that is just packed full of... Imagine my shed, yeah? That's what it's like. And he and he only wearing West Ham clothes. Uh, Man United clothes. That's what he's wearing. And he's got this hat on. And do you remember in the 70s and 80s, early 80s, people would have make DIY hats, wouldn't they, with crepe paper? But they'd yeah. be like long top hats, wouldn't they? Yeah. So I have one of the sort, Jubilee. Yeah. So he sort of got one of them on. And then he'd named his kid, his son, and he, the middle name was like Cholton Best Law, you know. Oh, right. Uh, 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 Stepney, uh, not after the place, but after Alex, the goalkeeper. Yeah. Uh, so he'd named his kid after footballers and everything. And I yeah. reposted it and made a joke about fancy being that stupid that you name your kid after a footballer, only wear a football club's clothes and um, have a silly shrine to to one football club. 
and then Paul did say, I want that hat. And the story was, is I actually made one of them hats in 1981 for the League Cup final and won the Easter bonnet competition at school with it. Nice. Okay. So I, w- I remember walking on stage, come on, you irons, and I had me big, and my eyes remember, there's a photograph of Trevor Brooking from 1975 Cup final, and he's either got the Pour hat the on, no, he's either got the hat on, or he's yeah. holding the hat up, he's being carried by fans on the pitch, and obviously it's one of the fans' hats that yeah. they've made themselves, and that was back in 81, that's why I made it, because I thought, wouldn't it be good to have an hat like that? So um, we made it at school, everything. I had a big West Ham rosette on the front. Wicked. Here we go. Top stuff. Uh, no Land carries on, says uh, he wants a ticket for Kidderminster off of Merion. Local ticket for local game, because obviously that's right on Merion's doorstep. Uh, and he says, Len? Yes. Carry on being grumpy. I fully intend to. We we both go. got caught out. Someone who had a spare Kidderminster ticket until we found out that yeah, he um, done me up like a kipper. That it yeah. was because they're advertising it on three thousand and twenty-two instead of yeah. uh, West Ham media, Sean. Hey, eh? that was that Spurs yeah, supporter, right. probably. Oh dear, oh dear. <laughs> What's his name? What's the Spurs supporter? Who, who... Oh, you have to narrow it down. There's a few. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it wasn't the SLO, the cheap SLO. Who's going to block me now? Uh, <laughs> uh, it was, um, what's his name? Oh, Rob Pritchard. Yeah, Prickard. Sorry, Pritchard. Yeah. We found out, all three of us, and I don't know when we've been blocked, but both What do you mean all three of us? I knew this from last year. Myself, you didn't give a monkey. Len and Nigel have all been blocked by Rob Spurs supporting Pritchard who used to be the programme editor, but no one reads the programme anymore. Now I hear he calls himself content editor. What a wanker. Well, no, someone sh- did, yeah. He, he blocks people if you mention Spurs. You know, he should be proud. If you're a boyhood Spurs fan, don't, don't hide on it. Most people that work for West Ham don't support West Ham. You know, be <gasps> proud. Although, when it comes to that... Mm. As uh, you said, a number of people <laughs> for West Ham support Spurs. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> will we get into any more trouble? Uh, Dodds is back. It's, uh, we know that. He said, sad to hear the news about Stevie Bacon, the iconic photographer at Upton Park. Like to say, thoughts go out to him. This difficult time, I'll tell you in a minute. I'm sure Nigel and Len have some interesting stories about Steve they'd like to share. Um, yeah. Right, people, so it was broke, I think, yesterday by uh, Stevie Bacon that he he'd had another serious illness that resulted in his other leg having to be amputated. Oh, yeah, I'm just reading it. So, um, everybody here, I'm He's sure we'll the Royal say, London Hospital, yeah, he says. We'll send our best to um, Steve. Um, I hope they're looking after you well mm. in there because... Um, the fact that you're in the London obviously means Newham couldn't do it. So I hope you're in the best place for you. And Just to read it out, in case you haven't heard, I'm in the Royal London Hospital where I've had to have my remaining leg amputated due to a life-threatening infection. Naturally, I'm in great shock and trauma and uncertain about my immediate future, but will fight my hardest. Oh, bless him. Oh. 
So get well soon, Steve. Well, not I don't know about well, it. Get well be, soon, you know, but look, best you know, wishes, really. Best, yeah, that's what I said to him on the, uh, you know, and um, you know, oh. hopefully you're. Is he you, responding you, to to your like? He replies liked, or anything. Yeah, yeah, so he did. He he went on there and liked the people's replies Trevor's, and everything the, else. The club have put one on. Trevor Sinclair has put one on. Yeah. Uh, KMB. Um, Hopefully, you know, people will rally round once he's out of hospital and and we know like what he what he needs and 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 whatever. I mean, he's obviously been in a wheelchair for a while now, hasn't he? Because yeah. he, of, of the the problems he had losing his first leg, but now this second one. Hopefully, you know, the fan base and, and the clubs, you know, we all love him. Those that that know him and remember him, you know, um, a wonderful bloke and that have spoke to him. So, yeah, can't speak. Bianca, we've done an interview with him, didn't we? You should put on six foot two. Well, nine. yeah, I, 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 yeah, funny enough, I was going to talk to you about it. Um, we've got a few things, but I wanted to make sure you'd got from it what... Um, yeah, because I need to sort of re-record some stuff anyway, but I've got yeah. a nice little clip of it just to sort of... Yeah, all right. Yeah, we'll I'm all right with that. Because yeah. I, I, I'm going to take a few bits out of context anyway for the animation, because obviously he can't feature in it. Yeah. So he's he's a definite animated character, so I'll just yeah, take right. sort of... Yeah, you knock yourself out. So look out for that in, in the future, um, a few bits and pieces coming up. Um, he, Dodds, he wants to talk about Super Six. He loved the fact that me and Sean both got the same points of him, even though he was an American and couldn't take part. <laughs> well, I've, I've given up on it, if I'm honest. Well, I haven't given up. I've just forgotten. It may look like I've given up. <laughs> I believe me, I will, uh, um, right, he's got a question. He has, why do guys feel, or you guys, why do you guys feel there's been a 36% increase in disorder? with over half of matches being reported an incident, which has led to an increase in arrests of 48%. Brady out. Brady out. Sean, that's one for you. Didn't know this. Um, I don't know. Is it is it the culture of people wanting to feel more on social media and therefore more gets reported? I think there is an element to play that it's very hard in the old days, right? Nothing got filmed, right? Nowadays, it's almost impossible to have a scrap or or anything. I don't know. I filmed. don't know if he's saying that. I think this is stuff he's talking about more stuff inside the ground. I, Again, wall to wall surveillance, wall to wall. You know, it's almost impossible. You know, even someone throwing, uh, you know, and it happens quite a lot, a bottle lid. I've I've heard people throwing a bottle lid who then get a life ban. In, indefinite ban from the stadium for throwing a missile. Now, I'm not saying mm. that's right or wrong, but it seems a bit harsh. You know, I know someone who got a ban for throwing a scarf over to the away fans. Well, you know, it's. I know in, in you know, what what, what, what what next? A paper plane? You know? I d- I, paper listen, popcorn? I saw a whole thing of popcorn being thrown over. Is that a missile? I, I was surprised at the reaction to a tweet of mine at the weekend. Um, where people were sort of looking at the Villa Everton game and what happened to the Villa players and complaining, and I sort of said, "Well, look, if you run to the away, f- if you if you if you're an away team and you run to the home fans to celebrate your goal, you know, 
basically what I think I said was the commentators say, well, that's the passion, isn't it? That's the passion of the game. But then when the fans react by throwing missiles, that's not passion. That's bang out of order. They need to be banned for life. Popcorn? Where it was two forms. Where if you think... <laughs> Popcorn, it's passion, the question. Popcorn. No, it's passion, isn't it? Scarf. And this is the thing. You know, and a lot of people gave me sticks saying, well, throwing missiles is illegal. And, you know, as I point, someone did say to me, you know, something, and I said, but it's thrown with passion. All right, so an apple with razor blades in. Oh, don't be stupid. Well, come on, you're saying it's passion. So what? at what point does it come passion? Well, do you know what? Criminal? It ain't passion if you because it's premeditated. To stick razor blades in an apple is premeditated. You're not doing that. If you're standing there with a bottle of water and, and uh, you know, and Paul Wintz comes to celebrate in front of you, what you're going to do? At that moment in time, yeah, and, and that's the thing. We, we want passion in fans. Poor this impulse. is what they want. Yeah, poor and then impulse control. Poor, yes, maybe. But, you know, I'm not going to say I've stepped over the mark in the past. Possibly I have, possibly I haven't. But at the end of the day... You know, we you can't excuse fans, uh, players, behaving a certain way in front of fans, up fans of not of their club, and then when the fans react with passion, then start pulling them apart. I'm sorry, one goes dovetail with the other. If you want to run in front of fans and celebrate a goal, and they're not your fans, be prepared. You know, anyway, it ain't right. But anyway, still bored. It is. Well, there you go. Uh, AI Sean says, I'll do, gentlemen. Ready out. Yeah. He says, Ready out. I'm shocked that my identity was unveiled last week by Sean. Uh, what happened to, we don't explain how sausages <laughs> made, Sean. <laughs> there you go. I wouldn't worry about it. Uh, there's only eight people listening. Uh, Nigel, why has Stone Wet Sean been renamed on sixfoot2.com? Uh, I don't know. I don't know, yes. Uh, moving on to Old Trafford, very disappointing result. Thought we were definitely worth a point. Fun enough, so did Sean. Uh, is Moyes being too fussy with his search, or is he being prudent? I think we've covered that. I think he deserves the benefit of the doubt for now, but we need definitely to get reinforcements in a couple of key positions. I know, man. He's tempted to go back to calling Divering Dave, but we'll hold off to the end of the season. He has got a question, though. Is the new Antonio's, whose hamstrings don't go every couple of months, any better than the old Antonio, who was great for a while, but needed a couple of months off every so often? No. He prefers the old Antonio. Yeah, me too. Mm. Right, next up, Chop Fan. I second this. Nick Killington. Check out Claret and Booze on YouTube and Facebook if they let you in. Not me. <laughs> not you. No. no, not you. Not me. Nor your other names that I've given. What Evening General. Have you really? <laughs> Evening General. <laughs> Do you know the best one? What? Right. They actually sent me AI Sean's advertise, like, a request to join. And went, are we letting him in? And I went, no, don't worry. I know that is. It definitely ain't sure. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he says, uh, Nick says, what 
what do you feel the ambition for this season is now after the November-December run? Will we invest and make a big push for top six? Or will there be more of an emphasis to do the best we can do with what we have and go again next season? Latter. If we don't invest sufficiently, that's a long word for me, if we don't invest sufficiently, are the club expecting a backlash from the fan base? I, I will add a word in there, Nick. So you can separate it. Sections of the fan base. Do you think there'll be a backlash? Nope. Well, just the normal Twitter arty twatter who will just have a meltdown. In the same way, I've seen some people saying Moy's out already. We're fifth. Christ's sake, come on. Yeah. I, mm, did you not see who one of them was? You, probably. No, not me. I didn't go Moy's out. Who was it? Stell? Uh, no. Uh, it was uh, Jazzy Jazz. Oh, for Christ's sake. Get life. He's a massive... Moist fan. Well, maybe he was. Need your YouTube channel. Yeah, <laughs> it's a bit of me. So, I did, I did, I did make sure I check in on him the next day because he did, he did get dogs abused. There was a did little they? bit of a pile on, um, and everything. So I just text him next day, mate. Now it's the day after. Do you know if you had a rethink? Uh, Jazz, sure make the right. media fit you. Don't you go fit in the media? I ain't worth it, mate. Fucking Let people like you for who you are, not for yeah. what you want to be. Don't take the Sean route, basically. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, another top fan, surprisingly, is old Merry and Happy Chops himself, Williams, the Welsh wizard of Herefordshire. No sign of the stooge again at the game in Manchester. <laughs> in fact, I've never seen the stooge at an away game. So is it a fallacy that he's successful in ticket ballots? Exactly. Well done. Well said. Yeah. Uh, just an update, Sean, on his attendance at Gades, raised by you last week. Not counting the COVID season, I've only missed four home games in the last four years. Oh. Got one on a reel here. Reeling them in. Yeah, there you go. Oof, go he's bitten. Fishing. Who? Um, uh, Chris Murphy. Oh, sorry, go on. Everyone's going on the back, Claret and Yeho. What's he oh, said? Been making bids. Is that what you come out with, Sean? Yeah, that's what I read. Oh. Yeah. Move on. Uh, Chris Murphy says, uh, and welcome, Chris. Don't you think it would be a good idea to get De- Declan's replacement in now before clubs decide to double their valuations of player, knowing West Ham got for rice? Why can't be we? Why can't we be like Interesting. other clubs who invest in the young players now who might be expensive, but in three years' time triple in price? It's a really good idea if you only can find them. But where January is not a great time to buy them. We're going to find the next super duper um, defensive midfielder that no one else has spotted. I mean, it's, it's easier said than done. Let's be honest. Last last West everything's Man easier done. said than done. Gone, yeah. But that's why they have scouting networks. Well, so does every other bugger. So does PSG. So does Man United. Yeah, so does Liverpool. So does um, don't Barcelona. go through them all. We know. Yeah. You say that you want to uh, you want to cut time, but you then, now you're going for yeah, every sorry. single cut, cut, club. Cut, cut. Last West Ham manager to do that successfully. What to replace to what? To buy, buy young, and then sell them. 
when they're sold, we made good profits. Carry mm. No. No. Pardew. Len? Could say Pardew. Yeah, it was Pardew. I mean, uh, I suppose he had the benefit of we were in the championship. Yeah, If you I look at the so. plays he bought in, the Rio Coca, Zamora, Marlon Airwoods. Um, when you look we at can't really we count Zamora because he was a mate weight. Well, yeah, but he was still bought in and moved out and he still made profit. We still made, when you look at the, the profits we made, I think even like Joby McEnough, I don't know about Adam um, Noland, wouldn't it? Um, I don't know what we got for him. Joby McEnough, I think we made money on. Real Coca, we made a lot of money on. Um, he, he, he did he did well. Um, anyway, anyway running out of time. Planet. I know. Good, isn't it? Chrissy Mills. <laughs> big fan of yours, Sean. Not. Evening all. Uh, I do like Chris. Uh, you've probably covered it, but who is to blame for no movement this window? Well, we haven't, Chris. It's Let's not point. blame anyone. Let's not make this a blame game. Hold up. Moyes dragging his heels, or Sullivan Gold, well, it's not Gold's fault, he's, he's crook, uh, for not insisting the names were ready to chase up on the 1st of January. And this is what I like. I don't care what other clubs have done or yeah. not done. This was our big chance and we could have screwed it. It's amateur hour as usual. Len? Yeah? That new Upton Park picture is outstanding, by the way. Thank you. Here, here. He's bought one, Chris. I have bought one. Oh, was he? Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Well, Chris has bought one as well. Yeah. Well, listen, his room, I think his room's better than mine, to be fair. <laughs> he's got a lovely room, Chris. Lovely. Yeah, it is. He's uh, going yeah. Mine room, he? is clutter, and that's the problem. I've got too much stuff. It is clutter, where he's done it right and set it out lovely. And he's got a lovely pool table. And all. all I'll say is, in Moisby Trust. Yeah, okay. Next up, uh, one of my authors, Barry Meekle, our favourite Canadian, apart from Palumi, of course. Uh, evening, gents, from your second favourite Canadian-based listener. I'll take it, says old Bazza. Uh, thought we were unlucky on Saturday. The difference being strength for the benches. Delighted with where we're likely to finish because it's top 10. But the lack of transfer transfer activity feels like a missed opportunity. Uh, next up, Alan D-Day Day. Evening, gents. Want a new motor? Well, I'll take a Volkswagen all day long. Uh, no win for West Ham. No drama. Len. On to the cup, says Alan. Why not? Yeah. Uh, no question this week, but he's got a follow-up from last week's topic. Worst West Ham memorabilia. Uh, for Christmas, my mum and dad bought my brother's wife. He's put in brackets their daughter-in-law, just in case we didn't work that out. A, a pair of frilly knickers with a club crest with words I scored at Upton Park on the front. I like um, that. Cl- I classy. Did score at Park. That's all. Keep up the good work. Up the Yammers. It's Alan Day, the car dealer to the stars. There you go. And uh, there, I've not got that there end if the uh, no. question. No. Next up, it's They're our favourite. It's, it's our favourite 1970s. <laughs> Uh, dodgy school picture. Jason Backhouse says, Evening, gents. Just want to wish Stevie Bacon all the best after his recent news. Um, 
He was a top bloke and always worked with a smile on his face. Paul Turton says, um, Evening all. Does it say a lot about how far we've come when we're disappointed to drop from fourth to fifth? My question is, wouldn't it be better to get players in early January so they can have three, four more games? Well, we've done you that. said that. Actually, I did say that, yeah. Um, yeah, So definitely. Often, there's a bit of me that thinks sometimes you give them that and they miss a trick. Uh, and Ed Hughes... That was a bit of screw out. Thank you. Says, I see an AFCON team have got to play with no goalkeepers. They are all out with COVID. Is this what the Premier League should have done? If you have 11 players, you can fulfil the fixture. If not, 3-0 loss. There you go. Here we are. Sean, who got relegated after failing to fulfil a fixture? Don't know. Middlesbrough. Met a Middlesbrough fan today, actually. They got a three-point deduction that relegated them, though, didn't it? It wasn't... Well, <laughs> they got a f- not well. What happened is yes, they got a free. I think they got. I think the game got given to Blackburn, or mm. they got a three point deduction. Played the game later in the season and lost. And then, it, that's right. And got relegated because of the three point deduction. So if they yeah. had sent the youth team, they want to play the game. They want to got right. relegated. I remember that. And I don't like teams being relegated on points deduction. It, it it mainly affects the fans, not anyone else. We uh, don't. But, um, no, we've got one more. It's Paul Celeb Suet. <coughs> Great name. Loves a bit of suet. Artura, as we now call him. Uh, I, fellas, keep up the great show. He's confused with the Kroll situation because why would he got him on loan and then not play him even when we're short of players who asked for him to come and if it was Moyes why did he suddenly seem to go off of him I'll give you my theory in a minute also if we were to bring a striker in this window would you want that person to be a partner for Antonio or just a backup a challenger yeah a challenger I like that answer challenger I'm happy to play I think we should switch switch to 4-4-2 uh, next up, Sean, it's your mate Gary Prince. Says, evening, gents. Hope you're all well. Uh, Saturday show, just how short we are squad-wise when trying to compete with Man United. Realistically, are we going to be able to get any players in to strengthen our squad in January? Brady no. out. Brady out. Quickly, just to answer yes. Paul uh, Arturo's question, um, Crow, perhaps you see him in training. Yeah, I think so as well. Yeah, and perhaps he thinks mm, he's not really up to it. I'm going to make an observation, completely not West Ham. When I go to West Ham, I see people wearing these Canada Goose jackets now, all the rage of the youngsters. Do you know what? A Canada Juice Goose Parker costs £1,125. If you want to buy some mittens, right, Canada Goose mittens, they're 325 right? And if you want to buy the boots, right, are like 650. Well, has gone mad. Well, has gone mad. Good. What's right. everyone do at West Ham? I see all of the people, all the youngsters at West Ham wearing Canada Goose stuff. 
Oh, so fucking crappy hot dogs, but we don't talk about yeah, right. anyway, anyway. I Sean, hold up. Since you brought up nothing, go on. Um, you get this one now. Go Does on. anyone of you think that Moyes lacks tactical nous and the bottle to get us into Champions League? No. Do you, or, mm, no. Do you think that some of the players are resting on their laurels because they've got no competition? No, don't be place. ridiculous. Of course they want to do well. In Moyes, we trust. No, but that's not what. Not, that's not necessarily. I think if Moyes uh, rattled some of the players a little bit, it might get a bit more out of them. Like, anyway. Throw a kid right, in. What about this thing? No, 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 I'm going. I'm going. No, listen. No. Right. So, I, I go, had this no, put to me. Right. We could bring two lone players in. Yeah. yeah or, or sign two players um, that would strengthen the defence and attack. Short-term fixes. James Tompkins, Jermaine Defoe. Yes or no? James no. Tompkins, yes. Jermaine Defoe, no. I'd rather bring right. in Andy Carroll. Right, okay. No, both no from me. Both no from you. Anyway, I've been Sean. Len has Is been... No predictions. No predictions. We've got no match next No game. Oh. I've been Sean. Nigel's been... Trying to drag the life out of this. And Len's been... Dragging... What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.